should have started with that. I knew I would get 100% cooperation when I started with that. If the acoustics are right, Sunday school kids out there holding signs. They had a song and a hat. Some of them were singing Jingle Bells, Jingle Bells, Cat on Snows, Cat on the Some of them were singing Oh Holy Night. They just had a song on their heart. They were just, they were making a joyful noise, right? And then I think some of us sometimes we just need to. Decide, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to make a joyful noise. I don't care what it sounds like, I'm just going to make a joyful noise and just let a song flow out of your heart. Amen. And because uh, a song can change the mood, right? It can change the mood. I remember uh, I was standing on, uh, on the platform the day of my race. Standing there the day of our wedding, and I'm in my tuxedo, and I'm standing there looking dapper. Back doors open, and this angel in a white dress walks in. I have these same brown angels up here. At least in my mind, they did. And as the whole, while she was walking down the aisle, I didn't even see her dad beside her, I just saw her. The whole thought process in my head. Tell you not to wash your knees when you because you've seen those videos. The grooms just stand there like, yeah. Like she said, my first So never forget about it. And so I, I just so I stood there and she came down and, and uh, walked down there to place her hand on her dad. And somebody reached up and handed her a Started singing that song. Songs always seem to uh, they evoke like memories, don't they? You walk in a store and you hear a song from your childhood, and you're like, "Oh man!" And it immediately takes you back to the first time, or maybe you know you were sitting there. Does me. I, uh, I'm glad to have my mom and dad here today uh, with us. I'm going to tell on him a little bit. Um, once I complete the real estate that he was preaching, I would use that. And so I'm going to return the favor a little bit. It's my turn. Um, <laughs> uh, so, you know, anytime I'm either listening to the radio or going and, and the smooth voice of Jim Reeves comes on. It just immediately takes me back to the eight track in my living room, and in our living room, and with my dad in the harmonica, and trying to convince my mom to dance with him, and she never would. But um, but no, she listened. But songs can evoke joy. They can evoke smiles. They evoke memories. They they uh, you know there, there's emotions with songs. You, and what's interesting is Christmas is the only season that has its own genre of song. You know, we don't sing Thanksgiving songs. 
are songs that talk about being thankful, but there's not Thanksgiving songs. We don't have Easter songs. We just sing songs that talk about Him rising from the grave, right? And so Christmas is really the only season that we have um, songs, a whole genre of songs. Uh, my mom, I've said it before, she's a huge Elvis fan. And so, uh, you know, growing up, it was always Elvis records playing, records playing in our home, and Elvis, you know, sings and writes Christmas songs. Uh, no one can do it. Somebody sing a Wake Up Blue without sounding like Elvis. I'm not going to do it. Or Wake Up Blue. While we were singing today, was there something that happened to you and I as depending on what song you were singing? You can lift the environment with an uplifting song. You can you can cry with a song that's more solemn. You can move our emotions to changes the environment, and as we Christmas and in December, as we read the story of Christmas, we read through, uh, whether it's reading in Matthew or Luke, whichever one you want to read, but as we read through the story of his birth, um, there are four songs that were sung in and around his, his birth. Uh, Lord Christ had, had praised him. And I want to look at two of those songs and the difference because I believe it's relevant to us today. The first song that I want to look at is called Mary's Song. And it, it happens in Luke chapter 1, verse 46 through 55. And Mary said, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he has looked on the humble estate of his servant. For behold, from now on, all generations will call me blessed. For he who is mighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is for those who fear him from generation to generation. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the thoughts of their hearts. He has brought down the mighty from their thrones and exalted those of humble he has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent away empty. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy as he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham, and to his offspring forever. And then we have uh, Zachariah's song in Luke chapter 1, verses 68 through 79. And Zechariah saying this, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he has visited and redeemed his people, and has raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spoke by the mouth of his holy prophets from of old, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all who hate us, to show the mercy promised to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. The oath that he swore to our father Abraham to grant us holiness and righteousness before him all our days. And you, child, will be called the prophet of the Most High. For you will 
go before the Lord to prepare His ways, to give knowledge of salvation to His people in the forgiveness of their sins, because of the tender mercy of our God, whereby the sunrise shall visit us from on high to give light to those who sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet into the way Abram 
the bargain while he silenced that Veronica. The poor. Am I going to believe it or am I going to doubt it? It simply comes down to a choice. How do I receive the word of God that he speaks in How do I receive where something happens and you feel God or hear God or he uses a pastor or a preacher or a friend or a relative to come to you and say, I feel God is speaking this way. And they give you a direct word from God. How do you receive it? Determine your activity within it. God may choose to silence you while he does it despite you, or he'll choose to use you while he does it through you. The choice is yours. You see, because what happens is we sometimes can doubt the word because of the messenger God uses. That right? We had a story about a guy riding a donkey, and this guy was hard-headed. Sometimes we can take against what God is trying to speak into our life because we're not willing to accept who He uses to speak that word to us. Do we trust Him? Do we trust Him? If we trust Him to the point, we've got to trust who He is. We've got to put our trust in Him that God, you can speak to a donkey and you can do this and then you can speak to this. You can do it this way, but we've got to understand and we've got to believe it. We, we say it and we hear it, but the word that says his thoughts are higher than our thoughts and his ways are greater than our ways, we've got to truly believe those because God may challenge your faith in him by speaking through an avenue that you question. And your response to the word of God that is spoken into your life due to what he uses or who he uses to speak it may result in your silence or your involvement. I want to be involved in God's work and miracle. And I believe this, that every single person here, God is birthed or is birthing a supernatural miracle in your life. And it just it boils down to the point of, am I going to believe it? Am I going to trust it? Or am I going to doubt it? And that's what we have here. Zechariah doubts. He becomes a spectator while God performs his work. Because unbelief can silence your voice of true faith in the midst of something supernatural. Trust and believe will silence. And it is Zechariah's doubt and unbelief that causes his song to be sung after the birth. Told that uh, God desires to work in her, and what the 
angel of the Lord delivers to her. And in verse 38, we're, we see her response to it. In verse 38, Mary said, Behold, I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. She said, I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be. I receive it. Let it happen. Whatever you want to do, Lord, I am your willing vessel. I am available. I am your living sacrifice. And that's all he asks of us. Present your body. Paul told us, present your bodies as a what? Living sacrifice. Acceptable to him so that he can use us for his perfect will. And this is all Mary does. And she says, I'm your servant. Let it be according to your word, Lord. And then we see because of her response, she was not disappointed. God may bring a word, a promise, a miracle into your life. But through that, Jesus enters into your life. Amen? And this story, the story of, 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 of his birth, has that in it. So Mary receives the word. Then we see how Mary impacts somebody else. Verses. 39. And in those days, Mary arose and went with haste, that's the scripture, uh, into the hill country to a town in Judah. And she entered the house of Zachariah and greeted Elizabeth. And when Elizabeth heard the greeting of Mary, that is, when Elizabeth heard the greeting of Mary, the baby leaped in her womb. And Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit, and she exclaimed with a loud cry, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And why is this granted to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For behold, when the sound of your greeting came to my ears, the baby in my womb leaped for joy, and blessed is she who believed. believe that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her from the Lord. Notice that Elizabeth was the only one that heard when her and Zechariah were Why didn't Zechariah hear? tells us that Mary's faith in God's Word for her life caused a reaction of God's miracle being birthed in someone else's life. And how is this relevant to us? This is how it's relevant. Your response to God's Word for your life can positively or negatively affect or impact the miracle God's birthing in someone else. Her miracle leaped with joy at the sound of Mary's voice while Zachariah lived in silence. The difference is how they responded when they heard the word. Because they allowed it to happen. You ever wonder why all of a sudden an acquaintance, a friendship, a connection with somebody grows distant? 
just out of the blue, you just drift or you put coffee in your mouth or something happens. You ever wonder how you lose contact with that? Well, and I'm not saying this is every time, but let me just throw out a possibility here. You ever wonder that it could be that that person received or responded to the Word of God for their life with unbelief, and God was birthing something in you, and He decided to silence their voice in your life so that their voice of unbelief wouldn't hinder or impact what God's desiring to do in you? Or maybe it's this. It's going to come as a preacher, will it? will directly affect 
everything that goes around you and everything that's happening. And so if God has spoken it, you stand because His arm is not short concerning His promises. And His Word is forever settled in heaven. And all heaven and earth will pass away, but the Word of God will remain forever. He is the beginning and He is the end. He has the first word in our life and He has the last word in our life. And nothing else will change His Word. For what He says is settled. I want us to stand and just begin to glorify God right now. And if God has given you a word this past week or in 2019, I want you to receive it right now with faith. In the name of Jesus, I speak faith into this building. I speak faith into every mind, into every life. Right now, in the name of Jesus, God, we receive your word and we accept it and we stand upon it and we trust in it. In the name of the Lord, God. In the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Come on, why don't you just praise Him for a moment? I'm not finished, but just praise Him for a moment. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So, I named this message. I named it Change. Because it matters what song is taken. You know that? It matters what song is taken. Because God of creation, we are created beings. When we speak, our words have power of influence. Our words have creative power when we speak. Whether they be negative or positive, we can speak and we'll start believing what others say. We'll start believing what other people say. We listen to a certain message long enough. Yeah, because we're creative beings. And so the song that you decide to sing can define your life. So what song are you singing? Have you been singing a song of victory? been singing a song of rejoicing or a song of victory. It matters what song you sing. Because the people around you will be affected by the sound that they hear coming from your mouth. Just like when Mary walked into the room where Elizabeth was and she she didn't say she didn't call for miracles. She just said Hey, how y'all doing? Hey, how y'all doing? It's like, woo! Something. Something's happening. Something's going on. There's something in the spirit that's taking place here. 
her miracle aligns with my miracle. And our miracles are happening and, and God is about to do something. And you can walk into somebody's life and you can walk up to somebody and simply greet them. And what God's doing on, in, on the inside of them can align with what God's doing on the inside of you. And because you chose to sing a song of faith and of trust and of glory and to see how magnificent He is, your song can cause that thing that God is doing in them to become alive and to respond. I know you believe that. Don't believe me, believe the word. Let it come alive. Spirit come alive. There's a saying about it. It goes like this birds of a What does that mean? Lori, in your line of work, what does that mean? <laughs> well, what will happen is criminals will find criminals without knowing the criminal history. You know why? Because they spiritualize. Watch. 
It says, the waters will not overcome you. The waters will come, they'll just not overcome you. So I can choose to say, oh, the waters are too high for me. Or I can say, let the waters come, because I will not be overcome. You see, I can choose to sing a song of victory, or I can choose to sound a song of a victim. I decide what song defines my life. Why? Because I have a God that is faithful. Despite my circumstances, I have a God that is faithful. Terry, the song of victory has got to be sung over your family. 